You're listening to Breaking the Mold with Maya and Jada, where you can get all the horrifying yet pertinent facts that will make you rethink everything regarding one of your favorite desserts, Jello. In today's episode on Breaking the Mold, we will shed light on the disgusting reality of gelatin. You know what I like to do when I get home from a long day of work or school? What's that? Sometimes I go home, I binge my favorite show, sit on my couch, and then I get a little hungry. So I go to my kitchen and get myself a nice big bowl of yummy crushed up animal bones. Um, I don't even know how to respond to that. Oh, sorry, I meant jello. I'm so lost. So today we're gonna be talking a little bit about gelatin. So what is gelatin? Gelatin is like the gooey substance that is inside most of your candies and jello, obviously. Uh, it is composed of bones and animal tendons, and it really gives the jello its oomph. <laughs> yeah, so gelatin is the ingredient in jello that actually makes it stick together and it forms this jelly like substance. And as Maya said, it is made from animal bones and skins and tendons, and it's all the animal collagen. And it has a very high solubility in water, which makes it a great thing for this jello. So the process of making gelatin is really gross. In fact, the other day I was looking at a research document talking about these gelatin factories and they said that the slaughterhouses are located right next to these factories. Yes, yeah, so when the cows are transported to these slaughterhouses, normally, uh, most commonly, the cows are killed, the meat goes to the slaughterhouses and then are sold in grocery stores, but all the collagen, bones, and skins are normally transported then to the gelatin plants and then they attempt to sift through the rotten parts of the animals and the usable parts but occasionally and by occasionally i mean a lot of times some of the rotten parts can accidentally end up in the jello that you eat on a daily basis that's really gross so in that same article i was also reading that some of these cows well the transporting is just awful they are in these small trucks and they get carried for hours or days on end and some of them freeze to the side of the trucks just to get pried off later or they die from exhaustion so by the time they get to these factories they're really weak and even when they go into the factories they are carried off the trucks by just tying their legs up and pulling them off the trucks because i mean they don't care about these animals anymore because they're just going into these slaughterhouses so they treat them extremely horrible unfortunately the process only gets much worse from there yeah so before like a few years ago they used to have these cows and pigs and just line them up on these conveyor belts and they would just stun them with a bullet and a lot of the times these bullets would actually miss their target and these cows and pigs would be alive for the next parts of the process so they'd, be a, they'd feel all of it when they got their legs chopped off and i saw an article the other day talking about some employee and he was saying he always felt so bad because he could see the visible pain in these animals as they were moving on through the processes in recent years however they have changed this process and let me be clear it was not in the interest of these animals it was just in the interest of production rates they just wanted to make sure that their precious money that was gained from murdering these cows was being increased so they in turn tased the animals instead to make sure that they would not feel the pain and then they would in turn slit their throats which was at times a much worse fate for these animals but and at least they didn't feel the pain. I mean, I guess that's an upside, but it was still a lot messier and a lot more painful at times for the animals. So there must be a way to avoid all this for the animals, right? 
Yes, there must be a way, but apparently people aren't smart enough to think of it. Yeah, so people have a hard time giving up this horrible animal cruelty for a treat that they love. But there are some alternatives to this gelatin that you can have, such as like Swedish fish are made from a type of wax derived from palm leaves, and there's agar-agar, which is made from algae. And so you can make this own your own jello at home with simple ingredients, and it can be vegan with this agar-agar. And so some of my favorite candies actually don't have gelatin, such as like Swedish Fish and Sour Patch Kids, which you may not think that they wouldn't have gelatin because they're delicious gummies. Oh my gosh, I love Sour Patch Kids. You know, I always eat those. It's my favorite Halloween candy. Very true. Yeah, so I mean, there are some great alternatives and there are like ways to support these vegan gummies, such as by buying from Smart Sweets or Yum Earth or Better Bears. These are all... Um, all strictly vegan and they are so much better for these animals and for the planet. You know what, Jada? I think that's a great idea. I think one of the only ways we're really going to start a change here is if we stop supporting these jello companies as much, you know, we need to really bring attention to what they're and acknowledge that what they're doing is not right and that we're not just going to go along with it. Why buy something with cruelty when you can buy something equally delicious that's cruelty free? All it takes is a little bit more attention when you're reading ingredient labels, so just be a little more conscious when you're shopping at the store to make sure that you're buying the most compassionate options. Um, We really do vote with our dollars, so making sure that we're buying things that are aligned with our own values is so important. So I think she brings up a really good point. I mean, whether you realize it or not, by buying these products that contain gelatin, you are, in a way, supporting this cruelty towards the livestock. And I'm not saying that you should be completely no gelatin, no jello, whatever you choose, because that's not something that I can put on you. But for me, I choose not to support this because, I mean, being a vegetarian, that's just against what I believe. Yeah, and adding off of that, it really does come down to your morals and your beliefs and what you truly want to do. You don't have to cut it all out of your diet, but slowly cutting it out and maybe just buying less of it and just checking ingredients on things and finding if there's an alternative to that that doesn't have gelatin, then maybe buy that instead, even if it costs a little more. It just really comes down to what you want. So the next time you go to your grocery store and you get the urge for a nice, sweet, delicious treat, just make sure to check to the ingredients and see if it has gelatin or not and maybe try to find an alternative sweet. Yeah, and even for like the 4th of July, I know you'll probably have s'mores and stuff. So if you go to Trader Joe's, they actually have really good marshmallows that are vegan and don't have any gelatin, which I definitely recommend. So there are alternatives out there and it's really easy to make the switch if you are committed. Yeah, so by not eating Jello, I mean, they have a delicious flavor, I'm sure, but there's also so many other things with those same flavors that are better for these animals and everything else, like I said. And and they even taste better. Yeah. They're a lot more yummy. <laughs> so is it really worth it to have just one cup of Jello for all those animals that were killed for that single treat? I think not. Raising all these animals for this process must be pretty costly. Do you think that they receive any help from the government? Yeah, so I was actually looking at an article the other day, and they were talking about the subsidies that are given to these agricultural and livestock farmers. And so the government obviously wants them to produce the most uh, or the best quality animals possible because, I mean, they're feeding so many people in the U.S. 
So in this article, it said that globally about one million dollars are given to subsidize that farming industry every minute. Every minute? That's a lot of money. Yeah. So the government really wants to make sure that we can have a constant food supply, and in this case, just help out make animals for this gelatin. And so it's a really important process that the government wants to make sure that these farmers are still able to do, and so that's why they help them out. I guess at least these farmers are getting money for their job, even though their animals are going into our food in a way that we probably wouldn't like. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today on Breaking the Mold with Maya and Jada to learn a little bit more about the other disgusting ingredients in your jello and some of your other favorite processed treats. Take a listen to our podcast next week. Next week, we'll be uncovering the true meaning of artificial colors and artificial dyes.